This is In Focus, the weekly public affairs program from KTBB and the Team Sports Radio, featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another edition of In Focus. Lonnie Johnson is your host this morning. That's me. I'm joined by Matt Edwards with the Mentoring Alliance in Tyler, Texas. It was established here in Tyler. Is that right, Matt? That's correct. Welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you're here. I'm ready to learn a lot about the Mentoring Alliance and, and let our listeners in on what you do there. So let's just start right there. What does the Mentoring Alliance do? Well, our mission and our vision is that we mobilize godly people into the lives of kids and their families to provide tangible help and eternal hope. So it's it's really, um, it's kind of a a brand that really travels well because kids need help with homework and life skills. And I mean, also we, the eternal hope is what we really hope to pass on to them. Oh, that, that, that's a good thing to pass on. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what age groups do you start in? What in our, we have three legs on the stool, Lonnie. We've got an after school program, which is uh, kinder. It's pre-kinder up through fifth grade. For okay. most of our schools, we, we go up to sixth grade in one of the schools in Bullard and in Chapel Hill for the after school okay. program. And then our summer camp program is um, it's pre-K up to uh, the sixth grade okay. for our summer programming. And then our mentoring program, which is kind of a year round life on life for life kind of a relationship with a child, starts uh, roughly in the second grade, first grade, second grade. And it, we can walk with that child uh, up through high school. The goal is to try to help them graduate from high school, get a, get a diploma. So it sounds like you're pouring a good foundation. That's the goal. Okay. Yeah. Well, and what and what goes into that? Uh, it's all it's it's relationships. Um, you know, mentoring is what we do. You know, mentoring alliance, and it comes down to in our program we have um, anywhere from three to three hundred and fifty college kids that we hire a year. Uh, empty nesters, uh, stay-at-home moms, um, just a, a really great group of people. And basically, we provide we provide mentoring in the after-school setting. You know, there's uh, three hours a day five days a week, um, 36 weeks out of the year. Three hours a day? Yes. Yeah, from basically from three to six. Uh, that allows the um, moms to, and, and dads too, but it's, you know, it's that help to so they can finish their work day. Uh, the kids are at the school. They just go back to their school and pick them up. We don't, we don't have a building um, that we operate programming in. We have our building, as you and I talked about over there on um, Broadway, on Broadway and Old Jacksonville. Old yeah. Jacksonville, excuse me. Just kind of meets right there. Yeah, that's right. our headquarters. That's kind of our training center. But we, we actually, the, the beauty of what we do is we, we operate in the public schools. And, uh, you know. That's interesting. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give the website out real quick yes. so people can look for themselves. It's the Mentoring Alliance. Dot com. Again, that's TheMentoringAlliance.com. Uh, so you're in the schools. Will you uh, dive into that for me a little bit? Yeah, that's part of the um, just the, the brilliance and the blessing of what we get to do here in Texas uh, under House Bill 3, that we are legally allowed to be in the schools uh, and not leave our faith at the back door. It just has to be a voluntary uh, offering. So the kids have to opt in to the faith component of what we do. And so we, we uh, try to make it as easy on the families as possible by, you know, doing our programming right where their kids go to school. So to participate in the mentoring program, 
do you, you must uh, agree to engage in in the faith if they want part the faith of it, part I, of it they have to sign up for it okay they have to opt into it and if they don't want it then then they don't get it there's a whole separate program running side by side uh, right now it's roughly 98 percent of the families in our programming opt in they they mm-hmm. want their kids to have that but uh, for the families that don't it's we we run the great programming as well and and we leave that part off of it what does the faith-based <clears throat> portion of the program look like give me a ten thousand it's foot. um it's relationships you know, our, our core values, you know, we're Christ-centered, we're grace-based, we're bi- biblically grounded, we're a multi-ethnic ministry, as you and I were talking about, you know, seeing John Sims' eulogy or his funeral, right? Uh, yes, he was, uh, I, I made a joke, I make it a lot since yeah. he passed, but he, you know, for a 70-year-old white man to die in East Texas and be surrounded by multicultural, multi-socioeconomic people is pretty rare. You don't see it all the time. That's right, and so that's, that's one of the beauties of Mentoring Alliance, one of our five core values is multi-ethnic because we want to be uh, available and helpful for everybody, not just somebody that looks like me. And then excellence driven is the fifth value. Okay. So um, obviously you help uh, uh, people uh, in the lower socioeconomic mm-hmm. end. Okay. I'm sure that's a big part. Yes. Okay. But um, it, it, it can be any kid, right? It could be. That's uh, correct. Okay. All faith. And, and we, we don't, we don't force uh, just because Jesus is, you know, one of our that's our driving value. Um, we make it clear if the parents, they, they have to opt their child into it. And, and and you asked, what does it look like? It's relationships more than anything. It's just um, pouring into these kids, you know, with time and attention and empathy and just loving them. Uh, and then we do, uh, we have a Bible study that we'll do as part of the program for the kids that opt into it. And it's, it's at their grade level. You know, it's not some deep um, theological you know, less than every, it's just really trying to help, you know, them, um, usher, you know, in their faith, part of their life as they grow as part of our program. So if, if, if I put my, if I had a daughter and she was, uh, a second grader, let's say, okay, and uh, life is busy. I would, I would hope that I would uh, be her mentor. I would hope that I would be her provider, etc. But let's say things didn't work out, and uh, uh, my family split, and I had to find work somewhere, so I just wasn't available. So when when my daughter checked into your program, kind of explain what what she would see, what she would look at. Yeah, the. Um our our CEO Kevin East um, likes to talk about you know we're the the opposite of what most people think for like after school programming it's chaos Kool Aid cookies and kickball in a lot of places <laughs> you just have you know just a mass of kids in a gym and you're just trying right. to keep them alive um, the state says you know we have to be a, a one to twenty five group size that's their number we we are our group size is one to fifteen mentoring is a regulated of uh, the after school program. Okay. Oh, okay. It is. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's the, for the after school part. But if, if your daughter were to be in our after school program and she, it's, it's very intentional. We program it 
try to program it to the minute because those three hours we want it to be very intentional we want to help them get their homework done uh, you know and provide all that so when they go home going home is a lot more enjoyable because they're not having to worry and and a large portion probably 70 or more percent of the kids get it done all the time i mean it's i, I could be off on that statistic but it's it's one of the things we try to provide the, the parents now you build study habits which is that's the right. key to success right. in the academic world without study habits you'll go nowhere in college that's right we we actually measure this, uh, Lonnie, through a group out of um, Colorado Springs called Excellence in Giving, because a good portion of our support comes from individual families and foundations and organizations like the United Way. So we like to measure the educational outcomes uh, for these, for our kids, and we can document uh, one great improvement in math and reading over time with these kids. In some of our schools, we can document they've, we've completely eliminated the summer slide, especially in math. Um, reading is, is cut in half, the improvement, I mean, when they're in our program. So, you know, we, we try to really focus in, and that's part of that tangible help. You know, if, if a child can learn how to read, you know, you know, having a child yourself, it just opens up just so many opportunities. And so that's a good part of what we can provide through the tangible help. Well, as a young man, I proved the theory to be true that you cannot complete uh, a collegiate career without study skills. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, I don't want to get all into it, but I can tell you that uh, my son's had to develop his study skills in college. Mm-hmm. And I'm very proud of what he's done. But uh, it, it, again, I was able to see just how difficult these skill sets are to develop as a young adult versus a child yeah so when uh i don't i don't know that there's a a, a more important you know thing to give them than uh the idea of faith and uh the the idea of um working every day towards a goal that's right so uh what do you find that the children are facing the biggest challenges and, and and in what age groups are the challenges different well um clearly social media is something I didn't grow up with, and just the pressure in all of our socioeconomic um, bandwidths, if you will, the pressure coming from trying to keep up or put out an image. Um, it just, I mean, we could probably just talk for an hour just about. Well, the, let's talk the for a few minutes about yeah. it. What what uh, what effect does that have on the children? It, um, I mean, it it creates an inward focus for them, where it's you know we we try to. You know, biblically, we try to teach it's not about me; it's about serving other people. And if you're on social media all day long, and and you're, it, I, I know there's science that talks about what it does to your brain, what it does to your emotions, and um, so part of our programming is, I mean, you've it's about community. You've got kids engaged with a mentor, and you're not sitting on your phone. You're you're running like when our parents pick up their kids after the summer camp program, when they get in the car, what I see over and over and over again, like the kids are literally falling asleep because they've been in that program for 10 hours in the summertime. They're not on their, you know, their phone and Instagram or, you know, whatever um, platform they're looking at these days. There's a tremendous value in that alone. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's very isolating. Uh, my mentee, um, I've, I've walked with this young man for 12 years now and, and just watching what it did to him, just the um, the I, I just I mean it, it was devastating. Okay, so when you without uh, delving into his identity or, or right. uh, 
what, what, say, should, tell me some things. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking. Uh, tell me some things that 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 he accomplished, or some things that this young man was uh, facing before that he overcame through the mentoring alliance. Yeah, he um, he is pure personality. Um, I won't I won't divulge it, um, but people, if you talk about Skinny Bones Jones, the people who hear this will know. Um, I worked out at a place called Pine Cove for a long time, okay. and uh, Skinny Bones Jones was kind of famous out there because he was just, he was such a, and he still is, just such a great human being. He just connected with people. He was, uh, you know, and he was inclusive. He, you know, he was grabbing the person in the, in the fringes of the activities and making sure they were a part of it. Um, but what I I mean, he, he has a faith today. I know that his salvation is secure. I know that he surrendered his life to Jesus when he was younger. I know that he finished high school. Um, I know he's got some good reading habits because I incentivized it with him. I, I did some economic incentives to get him to re- read some books over the last 10 years. And you're free to do this. Yeah. The min- so uh, yeah. let's uh, let's also walk when, when you're through with this point, what, what, what a mentor is allowed to do and what the responsibilities are. Yeah, we it, it's very um, safety is a huge part of what we do. You know, we you're never alone with a child. There's we have a, a rule of three. But uh, and we could talk for an hour just about the safety part. What I like to tell people is it's you're not adding something to your calendar when you become a mentor. You're adding someone like you, you have to eat. You're going to go to church. If For me, you're, you're going to go to Home Depot and Lowe's and you're going to you're going to go to some games in Dallas once in a while. You're going to go to your kids games. And so for us over that, you know, like I said, it's been 12 years with, with our mentee. It was just adding him in. He, he, if I was going to Lowe's, he was going with me. He at school, he had to eat. I was going to eat. So I'd go get a couple of pizzas from little Caesars and go sit down in the cafeteria. I've been probably six or seven of the schools here in town. He moved around a little bit, but you know, you, I'm going to eat, he's going to eat. So I'd do it there. I'd get to know his friends that way. He'd go to church with us all the time. I worked out at a camp. He'd come to camp a good bit, and he got to be a part of that. So it's really just adding someone to your life. It's not. It's not adding something else. You know. It's just. And and then and really what they get out of us is just is resource um, on how to study. You know how to the the work ethic for some some of the kids really uh, blossom in that. Um, just exposure to some of the influence that we have in our lives that maybe they don't have coming from where they're coming from, and 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 uh, I was I had access to his um, online report card, and so I knew when he was tardy and missing school, and I knew what his grades were, and so I just got to stay after him. In a, in a loving way and say, hey, come on, let's let's get after it, you know. And so it's just, it's, it's again, it's just adding someone to your routine. Well, sometimes discipline can be love. Mm-hmm. Uh, boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found uh, that children really work better with firm boundaries. And I, I'm not a, I was not a believer in that. Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, kind of, I was raised differently. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, but I found out that the, the kids really want to know where the walls are yeah and so with with, with this young man so uh, you, you just bring him into your life but he doesn't come live with you no but no nope. uh probably you, you see him after school uh for several hours uh you check in on weekends uh, see what he's doing see yep. if he wants to go do something with you yep um your uncles and aunts basically that 
the love sounds like yeah that's that's a good way to look at it and there there would be a month i wouldn't see him and uh, what i tell people too is it's very forgiving it's uh, there's just the the grace that i received from this from their entire family actually from his family his mom and i and my wife um, developed a good relationship with his mom uh, we were just we were kind of like an uncle and an aunt trying what to help out what brought him in uh, we we actually were um, in a local neighborhood um, through our church at Grace Community and then Green Acres, we were going into some local apartment complexes to provide some tutoring help. And the uh, the uh, Miss Janet, who ran this one location, was like, look, we want you. We, these kids need help. Please come do this. And so we started it in a couple of local apartment complexes. And what I've learned in being around the church for a long time is if you want to kill a good program, leave it in your church and that'll take care of it. <laughs> And so the church is... Well, why? Why? Well, it's just how it is sometimes. The okay. organism, you know, the institution, the, whatever that is. But these Grace and Green Acres said, they got a hold of Kevin East and said, hey, we want to give you the mentoring component that used to be called Gospel Village. Kevin was at the time running the Boys and Girls Club and, um, and had just started the uh, Rose City summer camps. So Gospel Village came over to, and then Kevin had it rebranded to Mentoring Alliance just to make it a lot easier for people to wrap their brain around. And that was probably eight years ago, I think, that it got rebranded. So really it's, it's Mentoring Alliance, After School, Summer Camp, and Mentor Connect. Again, that website is TheMentoringAlliance.com. That's TheMentoringAlliance.com. It's a very nice website. Uh, you're going to be able to get a lot of your questions uh, answered there. Uh, what would somebody do to uh, to enroll their child? How, how would they go about it? If you just go to info at TheMentoringAlliance.com or just go to the website, you can see it there. You can, you can get information on the mentoring program. Uh, we just finished our summer camp, so we're done with summer camp now for this year. But uh, we've got about 750 kids already signed up for this fall. You can just go to the website and click the register button. We have financial aid available. It's uh, income-based, and um, the highest someone would pay would be $59, down to, I think, the least amount for a week would be $24. But that's it's all available there at the, at the website. That's incredibly affordable. It is, and that's part of the beauty of us working in partnership. We have a great partnership with the schools in White House, Bullard, in Tyler, um, down in Robinson, soon to be in Abilene. Uh, we're just starting out in Chapel Hill this year. And because we're using the school's facilities, it just allows us to keep the costs lower. But you need those donations. That's right. That's right. So, so yeah. uh, you can, is there a place on the web that you can donate? Yeah, absolutely. You can, um, you can go to the website and there's a donate button there. Uh, we actually have a, our Celebrate the one annual luncheon coming up that uh, where we actually celebrate the life of, of uh, one of our mentees or a student or a mentor. And, and I've seen the video that's getting set. That'll be um, highlighted at this luncheon. It's October 11th at the WT Brookshire Center. Mm -hmm. But uh, people can come to that. It, it's a fundraiser. But it, it, it really is an informational sharing. So people, last year we had 1,000 or so people there. It just really lets people see under the hood just about who Mentoring Alliance is, the kind of people that are involved. Um, like you were talking about earlier, uh, you know, the multi-ethnic piece. I mean, when you see us in a room, it just, it's how it's supposed to be. 
Well, the one thing I do know for a fact is uh, ethnicity does not affect divorce and, and, and does not affect the effects of divorce. That's right. Uh, former latchkey kid, uh, got a few step parents, uh, but had a good life. You know, yeah. But, but uh, the, what you said and, and what we talked about just a moment ago, like being aunts and uncles, mm-hmm. um, I, the, the value of a well-intended uh, mentor that's uh, emotionally adjusted and emotionally available mm-hmm. and uh, eager to help you and to help you grow is uh, going to the apartments is probably one of the smartest ideas I've ever heard because that's where you're going to find kids that don't have the swimming pool in the backyard and all this stuff. It's not just socioeconomic because wealthy people get divorces and they split. Absolutely. And they go to the apartments and all this stuff. And yeah. the main thing that, that I gather from you is just all about the children. It is. And and, and that that's what seems fantastic. And I, I think a, the apartments is a great place to start. Um, but mentorship is, is everything. I guess that's the name of it. What, what was the, uh, the original idea? Yeah, the... As far as the mentoring? Um, yeah. How did it, what was the ground zero for mentoringalliance.com? In what year? Uh, well, when it got rebranded, and I, I, and that's why I wish if Kevin were here, he could tell you the history a lot better. Just it, it started with the castle. A group of local pastors and business people wanted to start something to help at-risk kids. And they, the castle, I believe, is where that happened up there on Broadway and and. Um, 31 Front Street. Okay. And so that then became the Boys and Girls Club. And that ran for a couple of decades, I think, and before Kevin got involved. And then uh, when Kevin came in and took over as the CEO, he, he said, I, but it, it needs to be faith-based. And the board at that time said, we want it to be faith-based as well. And so they changed the bylaws, and, and Jesus is a part of it. And um, and since then, it just that was the impetus, and it has just really taken off from then. We have a plan right now, um, Lord willing. Our, our goal is to be in five regions by 2032, fully functional, helping kids and families. And that means after school, summer camp, and mentoring is up and running and healthy. We need the financial support. 40% of our, our when we're when we're up and really running like we should be, 40% of the money comes from the families and the kids in the program because we have a lot of them in the program. 30% comes from churches and organizations like the United Way and and different foundations. And then 30% comes from individual families and just those $5 a month donors up to, we, we have some people that give significantly in the hundreds of thousands of dollars a year because they see, yeah, sure. they say if it, if, it, if it helps one child, it's worth it. And so that's happening now and we're in three regions right now. So so that, that that's kind of been the progression of once it got rebranded, it, it, it helps us tell the story better. That's fantastic. Uh, do you guys ever go to uh, uh, juvenile hall or whatever the juvenile facility? Not as an organization, but individual mentors we do. Okay. I've, I've been myself. Okay. I know many, many men and women in this community that have been to DAEP, you know, the in-school suspension program, to see their kids, uh, been to jail, been to prison. You know, we, we make 
mistakes as human beings, but but we as an organization don't have a, a program where we go. But I, I can tell you, Lonnie, that the individuals in our program, because like I said, it's life on life for life. And, and like my guy, he's, he's stuck with me. He's 22 years old now. He's making some decisions that he and I are um, not agreeing on, <laughs> but but he Don't still he still calls me mm-hmm. and tells me he loves me, you know, and uh, and I love him too. And um, but we'll go and we'll visit and spend if if uh, somebody ends up. Now let me on the flip side of that though, what I have seen being around this for so long, especially the last eight years, like with the summer camp, I've seen these kids that were campers in the summer camp program, running around having fun, just being a kid. Now they become a junior counselor in our program, and then they become one of these college kids, and they're on our staff, and they're thriving. And now we're starting to see, eight years later, those staff get hired as teachers at TISD. And we've seen a handful of those, I don't know, two or three, that have actually been voted Teacher of the Year. So we're starting to see kind of the progress uh, you know, through a lifetime with how it's helping kids that are really all in with it. I'm going to take a step towards the nut cutting uh, here. You mentioned something with your uh, uh, mentee mm-hmm. and his age and everything else. Yeah. Um, I think we always want to get along with our children. And there are time, there is a time when our children will become adults. What, what value is it to be more of a disciplinarian and a mentor to your child uh, than a friend? It's it's incredibly valuable, and it's not popular and it's not fun sometimes. It's very hard. And and the moms, you know, there's a lot of single moms that are involved in our program that put their kids in our program. They appreciate it. I mean, I've I've had calls from my mentee's mom over the years. We've known each other a long time now, and she's like, "Here's what he's doing. I need your help. I got it." Or I'll call her. Hey, I think he's lying to me. Like he's flat out looking me in the face, and she's like, "Yeah, he is. Let's get him." You know. So we, the discipline has to be there. I mean, the the, the statistics for a child to get out of high school, to not have a baby out of wedlock, and then to ultimately hopefully get married, like they. To help outrun poverty, it's like seventy-seven percent chance against it uh, that that if you get those three things, you're going to outrun poverty. Oh, you're, there's a seventy-seven percent chance with those three things in place. Right, you will uh, change your situation. That's more, right, your trajectory. Yeah. You can you can literally walk away from the generational curse of poverty that so many people in our in our culture today are, are trapped in. How often do you lean on your faith for patience? Uh, about every minute. <laughs> and that's, I mean, I, my wife and I, uh, Karen, um, 35 years we've been married. And uh, it just, it's its a, a part of what you have to do. I mean, it's who you are. You just, um, it's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, you know, I, I believe um, very much in what the Bible teaches and and uh, patience is clearly part of the package. So well, there's a big uh, spectrum between military captain and convict. Mm-hmm. And we're all in, probably going to end up in that space. Yep. And that's what I find most encouraging about your story of your mentee is I can tell just by being a father and the age group talking in it, yeah. um, you get tested. That's right. And uh, for for you, uh, just uh, ha- has this young man, uh, what's the word am I looking for, uh, in, in, has encouraged himself to, to be faithful or is that a push for him? 
No, he he is, but he is a young man, as you were and I was, and and we know. But like you said, you bump into those both ends of the spectrum because we're yeah. human. But but I'll tell you, he's um, he, he's he's resilient. And what I've learned for kids coming from hard places is they're incredibly resilient. But does he use faith as a pillar to yeah, lean on? Yeah, I do. He does. I believe he does. You know, I've seen it. He'd been around our church a lot over the years, going out to camp. I, I saw it real with him. I was taking him home one day up to North Tyler, and I said, what is it about you? You just don't seem to get upset. Like, I, I, I mean, every thing that comes at you in your life. I, I would have probably quit a long time ago. And he, he just looked at me and said, Mr. Man, it's, it's going to be all right. You know, it's, I just know it's going to be all right. And I'm like, help me. <laughs> but that, but that's the beautiful thing about mentoring. It's, it's, you think it's about the child, but it's really not. It's, it's more, I, we get more out of it. They need to see the effort. That's all they need to yeah, see. Yeah. They don't need to see results. They're going to get results on their own, I think. Yeah. But we change, Lonnie. I've changed more in the relationship with my mentee. It's, it's literally fundamental changed me so that's fantastic I want to give the web address one more time it's the mentoring alliance.com and that is the mentoring alliance.com uh, they are located again old Jacksonville and Broadway it's a, a beautiful building it's on the uh, northwest side northwest side of the Correct. intersection um, Matt Edwards uh, th- thank you so much for coming in I appreciate it so much and I, I I've enjoyed uh, just learning about what you do uh, may may look into it. I don't know that I'm mentor material, but it, it could be. I think uh, it'll change your life. <laughs> it will change your life. Oh, uh, last question: the the percentage of male versus female mentors about the same? You know, that's a great question. I don't know. Um, I, I really don't. I just. I know it's tough, um, the young guys out there that really need, I think, you know, the demand for young men right now, we, we need guys to step up and step into the gap for sure. I'm not sure we've taught the generation how to be men. That That's what worries me. The hard part about being a man, right. you know, the, the fun part's easy. Yeah. You know, we can grunt and, yeah. you know, do, do whatever we do, but, uh, making the hard decisions. That's what, uh, what did, uh, one of his coaches told him one time a, a boy does what he wants to do. A man does what he has to do. Right. And that right. it takes mentoring to get to that point. Yeah. Matt, thank you so much, uh, for joining us today. I hope you have a tremendous week coming up and, uh, best of luck to the mentoring alliance. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Lonnie. You bet. In Focus is a weekly public affairs program featuring members of the local community working to make East Texas a better place. In Focus is produced by KTBB and the Team Sports Radio. And we thank you for listening. Join us again next week.